Let's get it, Cowboy Nation and everyone that's listening. The name is actually Law Nation. Let's get it. Come on. They really say ain't no party like a cowboy party, but what about a late night party with yours truly, Dak Prescott on Elite QB and Michael Parsons is just relentless. Let's get it. Oh, we got to talk about Diggs, too. <laughs> Trayvon Diggs, he's in the mix, too. Always Trayvon Diggs. You dig? My thing is, I, I do like the heat. I do like the, the, the situation that a lot of people kind of discount Trayvon Diggs, what he did in his second year. I get it. I understand it. We all know it, right? We all do know that. Shout out to the notification squad. Appreciate you guys for swatting up. Shout out for shout out to all of the those guys that's out there waiting for the two for ones, right? Let's get it. Mama said there'll be days just like this, one way or uh, another. Shout out to the Oxnard crew. Thank those. Supporting the nation The vibes is real Let's get it Come on Let me hear it again <laughs> But you tell them Let's get it Yeah Yeah Alright Yeah Yeah all right. Let them hang, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Shout out to you, man, David Wood. Appreciate you for the donation to help elevate this thing. And Alex, appreciate you. And shout out to everyone that reached out with uh, Cowboys Experience. I really appreciate you guys. Shout out to Lowe's, who is at that Texas Live location. We really appreciate you for capturing the sponsorship money and all of that other stuff that you're throwing our way. I really like you guys for doing such. And I can't. Can't wait, can't wait for the Cowboys uh, to, to get going, right? And let's go, Cowboy Nation. Really appreciate you. Aaron Pitts, shout out to you. Diesel, Matt, thank you for jumping in. And shout out to you, C. White. And I really appreciate everybody that's jumping in and tuning in and being part of this thing. And shout out to those who delivering the stars. But neither here nor there, Cowboy Nation, we got to talk about Parsons and his relentless mindset, his relentless attitude. I mean, he just about everywhere, right? And when I posted this video earlier, I was saying, man, the quickness, the utilizations of his hands. Remember, you want to attack half body, right? You want to make this short area of the field uh, a very, very complex 
apart for the opposing team. And if you can get those shoulders to turn, you win in half of the battle, right? And think about this. When you look at this, Cowboy Nation, and everyone that's watching, it's all about cylinder game. You got to get this guy up out of the cylinder, and you got to chase, rally, hit to the quarterback. Look, Parsons had 67 pressures, over 25 hurries last season on the quarterback. I think that he won more. Keep this in mind. Aaron Donald had 86 pressures from the interior. So I know if he was put in as a full-time pass rusher, I'm quite sure, I'm quite sure that Parsons can get up to that number, by the way, or more. But the dude is fast. He keeps you guessing. He keeps you wondering. And he was doing all of this, Cowboy Nation. Hear me out. He was doing all of this being raw raw Parsons and I can't wait Cowboy Nations him heading into his second season with the Cowboys and not letting up always looking for new ways to impress us and especially speed is speed you can go look at it at any other levels but speed baby is speed Cowboy Nation and the comp- the competition mindset to compete in anything and everything you know it's just crazy, you know. Uh, here we go, man. This dude is just remarkable, and I can't wait. appreciate everybody that's jumping in and being part of this episode on the Late Night Law. You know, it's late, baby, for some time. It's relative, right? It's early somewhere on the West Coast. It's late on the East Coast. It's right now the best time and the proper time for those that's in uh, Central Time. You guys know how this thing goes. Shout out to you, Demario. But not to hold you guys too long tonight. I know you guys got to get back to your ladies, right? And ladies, I know you guys got to get back to your fellas. So let's get this thing going the best way possible. Let's talk about this good old Rain Dakota Prescott. But let me pull it up so you guys can see what I see as well. Uh, Chew. Yeah, it was great. Can y'all hear that? Just being able to, to get away and do that. Um, we didn't get a chance to do it last year, so obviously with the injury, but having CD, having Schultz, um, Sean, uh, got the rookie out there for some reps, and Zeke obviously was just, uh, it was great just to have that camaraderie, but then again, go over to Miami who opened the doors up for us uh, and let us have the facility and put in some great work, some great work that some of those guys may not have gotten in the, in the back half of the OTAs and stuff. So, Jack, no how much of that is, is football and how much of it is bonding? Uh, 60-40, 60-40. Uh, going well, bond anyway. The purpose is to go out there and, and to and to get better in that, but the bonding happens. I mean, you're there yeah. three days and uh, you're only there with each other. So whether it's the dinners, whether it's the hanging out, um, and that's what it's about. You know, I, there's two or two or two of the guys that I feel like I got closer with just from this trip, and I don't know if I would have been able to without it. So. So OTAs is only a limited time, right? Organized team activities. And the quarterback exchange to the wide receivers or tight end, very pivotal at this moment because most of the guys that's here on this team wasn't on this team last year outside of C.D. Lamb 
on the uh, and of course Dalton Schultz, but the guys that we will account for, like the Jalen Tolberts of the worlds, and and the more and more activity from Simi Fihoko, very pivotal, right? So by them going out there to Miami land and working out at those facilities, are very pivotal moments because we need Rain Dakota Prescott to step up, right? And he's going to give his thoughts on what elite quarterback play is all about and I can tell you one of the things that he can tell us right now or I can tell you right now is consistency I ain't talking about being bad you got to elevate yourself from this level to that level you got to figure out ways if it's small things the tendencies of where they shading on the numbers right where they sitting at far as the five yards to seven yard depths how do you command the team to make the necessary adjustments when it's cover four or quarters defense i went back last night to to put myself through some pain right i went back and watched that 49ers game it was pain, baby. It was pain watching that game over and over again. And I sit there and said to myself, that opening drive, the opening drive for the 49ers, that took the heart and the soul away from the Cowboys. They marched down there and just put it right in our faces. They marched all the way down there. And what's more demoralizing is your third and long plays. Your third and long plays. Oh, my goodness. If you go back and watch. The, see, you go, you go, you got to go back and return to the scene of the crime, right? And go over everything. It's clues. <laughs> you know, it's contact, it's, it's contact clues out there, man. Evidence laid out. Bodies everywhere, right? My body be punished for hard living. Blind to the fact thugs is convicts in God's prison. Hands on the straps so praying so father please forgive me. Police be rushing. Look at when they see me I flooded America's most wanted. Right? Live on TV. <laughs> and I, I went into Tupac. I, I apologize. But that's what you got to do. You got to go back and dig up the body sometimes. You know. Thug love baby. <laughs> baby. But that's what it was. That's what it was about, right? You went. I went back, looked at the scene, returned to the scene of the crime. Bodies everywhere. And that's what the 49ers left on the field in their first quarter. Right? And the Cowboys opening drive. Nothing but penalties, man, everywhere. And I was sitting there like, man, come on, Cowboy Nation. Y'all got to tighten up. They didn't get relaxed until the second quarter midway through. But one thing that he, he was saying in this clip is a very short one. Let me pause it right quick. Let me do this right here. Let me see if y'all can hear that. All right. We're going to play this audio. Then we can go back and forth with the exchanges with this one. I really appreciate everybody that's jumping in. If you're here live right now, hey, you you the real ones. If you're falling asleep right now, wake up. <laughs> Let's get it. You can barely hear that. I mean, an elite quarterback is simply uh, a proven, consistent winner uh, that just goes out there each and every day is the exact same person and um, obviously we, we, we know the standard of that of a guy over there in uh, Tampa and so 
Um, but the way I describe my game is, is just trying to be consistent as I can each and every day with my approach as a leader and with my uh, game gameplay. So basically, he broke it down to this right here. Consistency. And he strived to do such. And, of course, he mentioned Tom Brady name without mentioning his name, right? And he's the model citizen. I'm going to say model citizen. But now he's the model quarterback of being consistent. Regardless of how you look at Tom Brady, you got to look into it like this. Shout out to you, Frankie. Thank you for the 99 stars. Uh, and shout out to you, Tony Boswell, for the membership DC for Life for 15 months. Man, I appreciate you, man. Uh, but this is the thing. This is the thing, Cowboy Nation. When we look at it from A to Z, Dak Prescott. Wake up, brother. You know, this is going into your seventh year. All of the things that you thought was said about you negative will, will, will gain even more if you don't establish that. We can create storylines and things like that for your second year, maybe, just maybe your fourth year. But now when you get over that fifth year and you're heading into the areas of the sixth and seventh years, right, and you're living off of that big contract, it goes back to this. Everyone have a reason, but results are what matter, unfortunately, right? So this is where the rubber meets the road. Now, everyone have a navel, right? And they call those are levels of excuses just like that, right? Everyone have one, right? So here's the thing the Cowboys must do and Dak Prescott. Figure out a way to change the narrative because you control it all. And, I'm, and I love the fact that when we look at most of these things, let me see if I can find it. I know I have it somewhere here. Yeah, when we look at these things, um, Dak Prescott working out with the youth, I had it somewhere here. Y'all bear with me. Here we go. Yeah, we look at these type of things. It's just all Twitter, just all. Let me dare do it that way. Yeah, you can see it at the bottom of the screen there. And him working out with the youth. Wonderful. Let me see if I can make it better. There we go. Ah, right, dog it. Here we go. There we go. He's showing the youth and everything. We look at all of those things. And those are marvelous things to do, to work out with the youth. To work out with those who don't have the chance and opportunity for right now. Let me just turn him off. Those who have the chance and opportunity to play on a national football level, right? But these days come to four circles, right? When you play with the silver and blue on, on and no one will literally look at you and say, okay, we give you a pass. They, they want. They will not do that at all. Let me see if I got another clip for you guys uh, right here. And he went into other details. I want to be able. Was it this one? And obviously, just getting out here with having the football and these kids, and they're asking about uh, teammates, and you know, just this season, uh, just makes you even that much more excited. But we're a couple of weeks out, and I'm in the best shape that I've ever been in, and so it's time to ramp up and get it going. I'm super. So Dak Prescott lamenting that, hey, I'm in the best shape I ever been. I want you guys to understand this too. Hear me out. I appreciate those that's watching right now. I appreciate you. 
He said that he's in the best shape he ever been. One thing that I, let me just play this clip all over again because it was choppy the last time. Let's play it again for those, seen some people just jump in. So I'm super again. excited. Uh, and then I, Come on, play. I was just getting play. out here with having the football and these kids and they're asking about uh, teammates and, you know, just this season. It uh, just makes you even that much more excited. But we're a couple of weeks out and I'm in the best shape that I've ever been in. And so it's time to ramp up and get it going. I'm super excited. Uh, and then obviously just. So. Being in the best shape he ever been, so I can throw this in for context for those who are out there with the big question marks all over your faces, right? And you saying, "Oh man, we hear this storyline before." You know, Dak Prescott working out with this guy, he didn't worked out with that guy. He's getting in the best shape of his life. But I want to tell you guys that last year, Dak Prescott was not able to work out with this guy. He was not able to slang the ball around. He was not able to move around, right? And when I went back to go watch the 49ers game, he threw a touchdown pass, right, which was cool. He ran a touchdown in, which they gave him all that game. They gave him the underneath. But when he ran it, he was hesitant. It was another play. It was like third and kind of like six or seven. He could have got the first down. But in his mind, in his mind, I can't go run and get that. I still have to worry about if this guy hit me wrong, will I be <laughs> exiled from this team, right? Laid out on the turf. So those are things that I can tell by looking at the way he hesitated in that game, right? So when we return to everything, this Dallas Cowboys team, Heading into the 2022 season, people don't care about his story anymore. People don't care about the fact that he had a compound fracture, right? Ankle. They don't care about that. They want results. And I believe in the hearts of hearts, Dak Prescott knows that as well. Right? Look, none of you guys really care. That Parsons, because I, I read the comments, that he runs a 4-3-9. None of you guys care. Y'all just want to get the results. You, you guys watching Parsons, even Parsons, right? You guys are watching Parsons and saying, hey, man, you know, it's good doing all of this stuff and, and practicing and everything, but, but can we get Super Bowl? That's why I'm seeing most people. Law, can we get Super Bowl, Right. And people are already painting the narrative like, hey, man, this dude is nice, but, man, can we get a Super Bowl? <laughs> it's been 27 years long. Like, he, like he's not even 27 years old. How old Parson is? <laughs> can somebody put that in the chat? Right? Can somebody please put that in the chat? How old Parsons really is? But people are holding him accountable. So fast, slow, or indifferent, they are hungry enough to say, hey, we really want Parsons to get it done. We've seen storylines of players having an unbelievable. Ed says he's like 23, right? So so he's he's younger than the drought we've been on. <laughs> so that's the craziest thing. But neither here nor there. People don't care about that. They just want that ring. And I get it. We should be holding the Cowboys franchise to that. But one thing you guys can't do. Is take away this man's heart, will, and determination, right? It would have been different 
if both guys, Parsons and Dak Prescott, was sitting on the couch eating oodles and noodles, right? But these guys, they work hard. They give their all. <laughs> they give their all. They put it all on the line. Shout out to Rolling Reviews. So speaking of that, uh, we're going to, we're going to segue over to Trayvon Diggs. Appreciate 105.3 to fan for having this topic line. And, and you guys know how this goes with law. Y'all know how it goes. No There's no days off. No. Or no nights off. You know what I'm saying? Dak, uh, JP uh, says Dak earned his money, though. He played on the tag for two seasons, right? Well, it's season and a half, but he did. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, he did earn his cape. And, and somebody can argue that, hey, man, that was back pay, man. You get cheap Dak Prescott, 16, 17, and 18. That is what you're supposed to be willing to deal in. That was back pay. <laughs> but the market, look, this was the craziest thing about the market. Shout out to you, Sadiqa, Ultra Cowboy. The market is always the market. That's the craziest thing, Cowboy Nation. But let's listen to this thing from 105. I remember the other day we were talking about Micah comparing himself and Diggs to see if they can ever get to Donald and Ramsey's level. And I asked you, which one would Cowboys fans say is more attainable? Now, before they go into this beautiful conversation, I know I've been around this team for a long time. A third of you guys would take Diggs over Ramsey already, right? A third of you guys would say, hey, man, hey, hey man, I, I, I'd rather have Diggs over Ramsey, right? But before we go into that, Jalen Ramsey, I think he's a wonderful defensive back that have a very promising future for him and fell into the good graces of playing on a team before you guys go into this uh, conversation, Ramsey versus Diggs. The best way you can have your DBs to shine is creating pass rush. They had on that particular L.A. Rams team three people north of 60 pressures. Aaron Donald, 86 pressures. Floyd, Leonard, Leonard, whatever his name is, Leonard Florida, Floyd Leonard, whatever his name is. 62 pressures. Von Miller right at 60 pressures. And as a defensive back, if you got your front clogging up the passing lanes and on top of that creating pressure, you can sit on a few routes. You can redirect. You, my friend, can get more aggressive at the LOS with redirect. Uh, Darrance says their name Darrance Darrance Davis appreciate you Kelvin Joseph better show out yeah um here, here's my thing I, I although man we had a close one in that 49ers game if you took it to the house that INT because Jimmy Garoppolo he started to fold up like a wallet if you go back to the fourth quarter they scored zero points the last time the last time the 49ers scored on us in that game was the interception that Dak Prescott threw on our side, on pretty much on our side of the field, gave them a short area, 
And the very next play, they did that crazy Debo play, and that's how they got 23. But that was pretty much on the earlier parts of the third quarter. The defense locked in. But when I looked at the first quarter, the second quarter, it wasn't Anthony Brown's best game. It was third and Brown again. So they was playing that off-man coverage. I think that they like Anthony Brown better in zone packages or what have you. And he played off on um, a guy by the name of Jennings. Go back and watch that game. And then 11 ate him up a few times. But if you go back and watch that game, you'd be like, man, sheesh. But let's listen to this, and then whoever's on the phone, hold tight, and we'll bring you on. But let's listen to this, and, and I will get into that. But KJ, he's a different type of of cornerback. He's he's a more aggressive. He's a little he's a little longer than Anthony Brown, and he's a little bit stronger. But that's the story of a different day. We talking about Diggs right now. Diggs catching Ramsey, or Micah catching Donald. And you said Cowboy fans would say? I thought Cowboy fans would say Diggs catching Ramsey. Okay. Only yeah. because I don't think Cowboy fans have the same level of respect for Ramsey as they do for Donald. I agree. Mike is clearly better than Diggs at what he does, but I think they view Aaron Donald as, rightfully so, one of the five greatest defense players ever. Yes. Big facts. And Jalen Ramsey's, you know, he, he's not. I mean, he might be one of the five or ten, might be one of the ten best corners ever. Yeah. But he's just not Aaron Donald. Okay, so here's Ramsey listed at number one. Mm -hmm. Lowest ranking was seven. Someone said, I think he's falling off and a little overrated at this point, AFC executive. Super Bowl, to me, is an indication of what it's going to look like moving forward. And Atolo yesterday pointed out how he got beat in the Super Bowl yeah. by T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah. Also came close to giving up Tom Brady's final touchdown pass ever yeah. against... Mike Evans. Number two, Marshawn Lattimore, Saints. Number three, Jair Alexander, Packers. Number four, Xavier Howard, Dolphins. Now, I like Lattimore. <laughs> Y'all know, man, Lattimore is a dog, uh, but he do give up a lot of yards. But those things don't count, right, because he don't play with the silver and blue. But Zaire Alexander, who he, he is a good cornerback. Xavier Howard, I, I, hey, when he was out there on the market, we was like, hey, Cowboys. But I've seen Xavier Howard get ate up. You, you guys remember the guy that used to play for the Cowboys? Where he wore number 19. His last name is Cooper. Oh, my goodness. Shoot. Let's go. Well, all these guys have had – all these guys were listed so far – their highest ranking has been either one or two. Okay. J.C. Jackson, Chargers. Remember. J.C. Jackson. I saw a play where C.D. Lamb lit up J.C. Jackson. But, you know, since he played for the Patriots and the Patriots at that time wasn't looked to be a good team, they kind of gloss over that. So, and anything that I would say would sound like an apologist. One thing I can tell you guys, that Diggs came out and said that, hey, I get it. A lot of people are saying this and that about me, but I never gave up 100 yards in a single game. Let me repeat. I never gave up 100 yards in a single game. 
And when you start to dive deep into Diggs' play, all of the elite wide receivers he played against, they didn't really do good numbers. It was always the obscured wide receivers. But there's the story of a different day. Tim Patrick had his way, not just with Diggs in that game, but with a plethora of different Cowboy players in the Denver's game. And a majority of the other wide receivers that ate up Diggs, give it granted, happened in garbage time stats, right? So on one end, people like to take away from what Dak Prescott did because they qualified as garbage time stats. Hear me out, Cowboy Nation. Hear me out. But on the other end, you punish Diggs, right? For garbage time stats that yards accumulated on it, even though I don't believe in garbage time stats. But that's the craziest thing. It's, it's literally insane. It's literally uh, X-Files. It's literally that. Or I see somebody say shame. You know, let me find my shame cue. Shame. 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 Another big pickup mm-hmm. that the Chargers made. Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made one other defensive pickup. They, they yeah, made charge, a lot of charge, guys. Charge, charge they guys, resigned their guys, receiver. But, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, number six, best corners. According to the league, Quarterly. Denzel Ward, Cleveland Browns. They hit on that pick. Seven already. I like Ward. I like Ward. Is wow. possible Dallas Cowboy Pat Sertan. He's a star, said an NFL personnel evaluator. Dude's legit. He's been good all of his life. A unicorn in the sense he's supremely talented, has great football IQ, and works hard. The trifecta. Number eight. Wow, look at this stat right here. Mm -hmm. As a rookie, he gave up 45 catches for 495 yards when targeted 89 times as the nearest defender. Uh, An impressive clip against the backdrop of his four picks. Also racked up 58 tackles and 14 pass deflections. That's a lot, man. Like that is to get targeted that many times, tide, less man. than five hundred yards. I mean, that's that's pretty good. That's road tie right there, man. And he still got some interceptions. I'm like, you know, Byron Jones Let me see. did this, but he didn't get the uh the number of interceptions. Yeah, Pat Sertain, you know, uh who who wanted Pat Sertain with the silver and blue on, right? Now <laughs> granted, granted, I, I I was I'm team DB, right? You know, like I said, I'm the only one that that will admit. Like I wanted JC Horn, y'all know I'm banging on the table. Ah, JC Horn, right? But when he wasn't available, I was like, okay. But you know, Pat Sertain, banging Pat Sertain, Pat Sertain, he wasn't available, right? So when Parsons came about, I'm gonna tell you guys straight up, I wasn't a day one Parsons guy, right? But if people can honestly say, okay, you wanted Pat Sertain, let me know in the chat because you can contextualize this out there on the field of seeing this defense with the leadership of Dan Quinn and whoever we else would have gotten if the Cowboys would have went with, if he was available, Patrick Sertain and Diggs. Maybe you put... Anthony Brown back inside as the nickel, right? Who knows how that world would work. But 49 solo tackles, 85 targets, and only allowed uh, 49 receptions. 
Uh, passer rating allowed was 69.7. Yards per catch was 11.4. Missed tackles, eight. That's kind of a high number there, Pat. Uh, six stops or what have you. But four interceptions in his rookie year. Uh, a lot of people would take that. Let's see what you guys say. Uh, 7-11, yeah. <laughs> uh, if people know about Michael, now Michael goes to number two. Ultra Cowboy. Who who's number one pick last this the year Parsons was drafted? I, I I think if people see what Parsons is doing now, he'd be number one. What what a difference a year make. I think that team will look at that and say, shoot, you give me that a four three linebacker that actually trans translate? Cause sometimes it don't translate, right? Trevor Lawrence, yeah. I, knowing the Jags, knowing the Jags, they probably would have went with Parsons. Traded back into the first to pick up a quarterback or something. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think if you redo the draft, I don't think that a team would pass up on Parsons. That is how good – of a gym we got, right? That's how great of an ability we got. And I'm not even a day one Parsons guy. I want to know, man, right now, I'm calling you guys out. <laughs> Let me know if you're a D1 Parsons guy. Put it in the chat. Now, granted, there are still things that you that Parsons still have to work on. I'm not saying that he's a finished product, but his potential is just gorilla crazy. Uh, <laughs> and, and Trevor Law, we still got to wait on him, man. Uh, shout out to you, Jessica, for being a member for 19 months. That's a long time rocking with the nation. I really appreciate you, Lady Jessica, for being who you are. Yeah, I, I got you, Elite Gamers, putting D1 in the chat. I see you, fam. I see you. Let's listen to this guy. Number eight. Marlon Humphrey, uh, Ravens. Diggs, wait Last year's home. ranking was two. Number nine, Diggs fans, A.J. Terrell, Atlanta. Bullshit. His highest ranking was two. Bullshit. And at number 10, the polarizing Sports Illustrated cover boy with his brother Stefan, Trayvon Diggs. Highest ranking was three. Lowest ranking out of the top 10. Last year, he was unranked. Here we go. Diggs was now is that gonna set off Cowboy fans, you think? I mean That's a joke, man. I I get it, man. I absolutely get it that people like like uh AJ Terrell, right? I get it. People people absolutely like AJ Terrell. And far as what we know, last season Pro football, look, pro football focus in bed with him, right? Let me, let me pull up AJ. Uh, AJ, Terrell, they, they are in love with him, you know. And 56 solo tackles, three INTs, uh, 29 receptions, 66 targets, or what have you. And trust and believe me. Trust and believe me. I went back and watched that Atlanta game. Versus the Cowboys. We made a living off of A.J. Terrell 
So all of this stuff, I, I only count this as a grain of salt. Passer rating allowed when targeted, 47.5. I'm going to tell you guys straight up, they must have didn't count that Atlanta game. I want you guys to go back and watch the Atlanta game with your natural eyes. 11 missed tackles, one sack or what have you, 18 stops. They had 11 missed tackles. If he played for the Cowboys, they would be talking about those 11 missed tackles, right? But. He's supposed to be, look at all of this sweet stuff they gave him, 82.6, pass rushing grade 69, coverage 85.6. They in love with A.J. Terrell. Let me pull up my guy, Trayvon Diggs, you know, uh, who one can say this and that about him. But look now look at the disparity of the grades or whatever, 40. 43 solo tackles, 11 INTs. But when I stroll down, look, 96 targets, only allowed 55. Let me see. He only allowed 20, but he didn't have 96 targets. He Look, he allowed 85, but only allowed 49. So, But the targets was, was a whole lot lower. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. When I stroll down, when I tell you, <laughs> they gave that man, they said he can't cover 66.7. 59.6 if you go by their grading system. Now, one thing I can literally say, and he had seven missed tackles, right? Seven missed tackles. I get I get all of that. I get all of that. Look at my finger. <laughs> one thing I can tell you guys, this right here, the run defense, I can give them that. I, I can flat out give pro football focus that because sometimes he don't come down the field. He don't make the necessary explosion tackle, right? He's not that boom, 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 boom guy. Put your nose deep inside and, and then rip the ball away. He's not that guy. I, I, <laughs> he's very primish as it relates to tackling. But they discounting his brother so bad. Oh, my gosh, man. <sighs> Let's go. Chartwreck.com text line that oh, Diggs yeah. is oh, on here at ten. A thousand percent. Uh you know, the the the, the Cowboy fans who also think Marcus Peters is a good corner are gonna be up, up in arms about that. Now look, there are those that are gonna have some crow for us to eat. Byron <laughs> Jones is not mentioned on here nope. as an honorable mention out of like eight additional. Well guys. he shouldn't be. He he didn't have a good year. Okay. And did he stay in Miami or did he leave? He's, no, he's, still, he's still in Miami. He made a mistake. That is not. The Patriots system was not meant for him from everything that I've read. Uh, so we'll see what if they change it up and it's better now, but that was not a good spot for him. Here's the write-up on Diggs. Diggs was the toughest evaluation of the group, polarizing even to these yeah. 50 people polled. Yeah. And 11 inter... Minus the INTs, 49 solo tackles, 86 targets, and only allowed 56 or 54 uh, passing. Overall grade, they said he covered better than Diggs. They said his run defense was better than Diggs, right? His overall grade was better than Diggs, according to Pro Football Focus or what have you. Uh, missed tackles, zero. That's 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 D-A-M-E-N-E. Good. You know, that's good. That's Doggone good. 12 stops, that's good. So he didn't miss any tackles. He came down and filled it when it was necessary. Well, what are we talking about here, dude? You know, 
<laughs> because it's not that far apart from what this kid did, minus the INTs, right? And he didn't have missed tackles. So what are they saying? <laughs> but neither here nor there. Um, this is the classic. This is the classic, and I know Byron Jones played for another team. This is a classic. If you get interceptions, we're going to pick on you. And if you don't get interceptions, we're going to pick on you type of groove. Interception season should be enough to elevate a corner past number 10. Instead, Diggs was in a dead heat tie with Tredavious White, Buffalo, a top 10 staple who's recovering from a torn ACL. Diggs barely won the tiebreaker. Quote, NFC defensive coach, he's a boom or bust right now. I love his instincts, but if the cost is giving up a bunch of big plays, I don't love the interceptions. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. These guys right here. Let me let me see if I can do this on the fly. Um, yeah, y'all bear with me because I, I, I pulled this up before. And we went over this before with Trayvon Diggs. I really appreciate everybody for jumping in and being part of this episode. And we're going to go to some of his stats right quick. Just on the fly. I really appreciate everybody for jumping in. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I could do it on the short screen, but let's see. Let's see. We can do it on a short thing. Okay. All right. Good. You guys see this Trayvon Diggs, right? So there's no tomfoolery stuff that's going on. And, um, <clears throat> I got it right here. I got it right here. These are the yards allowed according to the readjustments from Pro Football Focus because some people had a 1,000 or what have you. He gave up 907 yards, right? And as you look here, not a single game – not a single game. I, I broke this down before. If you guys can squint your eyes to see. Let me see if we can make it bigger this way. Yes, it don't make it bigger. Okay. But not a single game you see 100. This game right here gave up 98 yards, and that's, that was the New Orleans Saints game. Uh, yeah, it was New Orleans Saints game. On the final heave, the uh, number 11 kid, I forgot his name, Broke a few tackles, and it was just okay. He was in the proximity, and they put it on him. But outside of that, Cowboy Nation, what the world are people talking about? Uh, the game that he gave up 81 yards on, that was against Keenan Allen. Granted, Keenan Allen, he still picked off the ball. What Did, did Diggs have one? He had one interception. I think he, he could have had two in that game. I would take that any day. The Philly game, 66 yards. It was a big play at garbage time. It was like a 30-yarder or what have you. You going to cry over that? And then when we played the Giants, 77 yards, you going to cry over that? We beating the bejesus out of the Giants. Garbage time. It was like prevent defense. We played pretty much everybody deep, and, we, and they throwing the ball underneath. But the second time he played against the Giants, boy, that that uh, Kadarius Tony, yeah, he did do his magic on us. But that's a story of a different day. 84 yards against the um, Patriots. Who's mad about that game? 
without Diggs, you don't win that game without that pick six. And I do know the very next play, the very next play, you get that big bomb by Kendrick Bourne or what have you. But one can argue that man, the primary duty of the safety, the last line of defense, and he whiffed on that, 84 yards. So he gave up 45 yards against Minnesota, 81 yards, 81 yards against Denver. That was the game. If you really want to crucify Diggs, say 81, 81 yards against Denver. But everyone else, uh, the, the Raiders, the 84-yard, you remember the play? Now, this is how technical they did this. The play that Deshaun Jackson got that big chunk yardage. They didn't put it on Jordan Lewis. They put it on Diggs because he was the outside corner. That's how crazy it is. That's why it's 84 there. But the Washington team, we beating the bejesus out of them. And then uh, at the last minutes or what have you, they they moved the chain a little bit. 33 yards. Okay, that's the Giants game. 63 yards, the Washington team. The score is 56 to 14. The Cardinals game, 54. That's an average game. What are we talking about here? Matter of fact, I need to save this. I want you guys to look it up on your own sparingly time and check that out. Hmm? Check that out. Do you hear that? (laughs) Numbers tell parts of the story. Next Gen's nearest defender numbers have Diggs allowing 790 yards on 46 of 86 passing for four TDs allowed. That's respectable in some cases, considering the number of times he's targeted, and clearly the Dallas D asked a lot of him from a coverage standpoint. The pressure was on after a rough rookie year, and Diggs delivered. AFC executive, quote, I actually think he'll get better because he can learn from all those chances he took. He's clearly got the ball skills. And then finally, an NFC defensive coach argues, Diggs is getting interceptions on plays that more seasoned corners would play more soundly, Less risk averse because they know those chances can hurt the team. So that sounds like this write up came from listening to 105 through the fan for the past year. It does. Got everything. (laughs) Yeah. Appreciate them, man. And uh, let me share uh, 105.3 the fans uh, uh, cue right here. Uh, And you guys be sure to check them out and you can see the full interview or the questionnaire there without me pausing and rewinding. Okay, uh, we got two people waiting on call right quick. We're going to answer these two calls, and then we we can uh, sing a lullaby of good nights, okay? But let's listen to these two that's been waiting here. Oh, three. Look, look, y'all call in. Call in there. <laughs> Shift, man, what's good, man? You live. Hey, what's going on, love? Nothing to it, man. Just, hey, just man. chilling, man. Just chilling. Yeah, man, I was got me over here looking at old games from last year and yeah. looking at that Panthers game, man. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, up until I think the start of the third quarter, Diggs was, you know, he was kind of taking a little bit from DJ Moore. Right. Uh, um, And then, you know, the score was roughly, I think, uh, 14 to 13. And then, you know, the Cowboys kind of go up 26-14. And then, uh, Diggs gets uh, some interceptions on some back-to-back drives. Yeah, it says that uh, he had two interceptions in that game. He was targeted seven times, allowed two completions, and uh, he gave up 14 yards in the entire game. 
That ain't bad. Okay. Well, <laughs> it ain't bad at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I guess that's all based off, too, and, and I guess them dissecting what type of coverage the defense was, you know, was in. Because I'm looking at, you know, where DJ Moore was lined and where Diggs was lined up at. And, you know, they look like they're directly across. But, you know, if I, I guess if Diggs was playing kind of a zone or something, then I guess he can't really account for Moore when he, you know, he's pretty good about going underneath and, and, and taking some throws like that. Yeah, that type of receiver in general, you know, that that tends to give us a give us a little problems. But um, no, I think just in that example, you know, you really want to take them two interceptions, right? Right, 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 right. I'm taking that choose. You target me seven. You target me seven times. I got two interceptions. Then I only allowed two completions. Plus, only fourteen yards. I'm taking that any day, especially DJ Moore. I think he just got paid sixty million, so I'm taking that against DJ Moore. Yeah, man, you taking fifty, sixty yards, and yeah. you're going down the field, and all of a sudden you throw a pick. So yeah. I mean, those yards are, you know, they're, they're useless, you know. So um, I mean, it's, it's just a lot of games you can go and account for to see, you know, that Philly game. You know, they they drove down the field to get from seven to twenty-one, but. At that point, it was twenty-seven to seven. You know, yeah. so everything they did to rack up stats on those those drives, you know, um, you know, just because I think last year defensively we were still kind of trying to fill out this defense, and you know, people were talking about the yards and um, where they ranked as far as that, you know, was concerned. But you know, we saw a lot of blowouts, so we were, you know, kind of racking up those garbage yards in our, you know, in our mind and understanding what our defense was as opposed to what the stats was kind of saying about them. So mm-hmm. um, we're going to continue to do that and look at, you know, those 11 interceptions as opposed to those 1,000 yards. So, uh, man, good talking to you, Law. Man, I'll catch up with you, bro. No doubt, man. I appreciate you, bro. Good call from you, Shift. Appreciate you, man. Good call from him. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to um, – Establish the two minute thing so that uh, we can get out, get on up out of here. Let's uh, let the uh, two minute. Is everybody else from here? You got two minutes. Spit your mind. Say whatever you want to talk about. Sunshine, Rainbow, Tupac, and Biggie. You can talk about whatever you want to talk about. But uh, let's let the lady jump in. <laughs> You're live. What's good? Hey, love. What's going on with you? How you doing? Not much. I'm calling because, I, I mean, I'm just sitting here listening and all mm-hmm. this complaining about what they did and what, oh, how you going to look at what they shortcoming is. They had more success than non-success. Right. So all of this, a huge shot, Johnny stuff, man, y'all do this every off season. Yeah. Y'all tired of living in the past and keep on repeating over and over the same thing over and over these boys, y'all see them working hard to get themselves together for mm-hmm. the upcoming season. Yet, do you even try to encourage them? Yet, do you even give them any courage, encouraging words? Y'all need to stop looking back because you can't see the future if you keep on looking backwards. Mm-hmm. You're not going to reach where you're going if you keep looking back. You mm-hmm. can't get to what's in front of you if you keep looking back. You yes, got to always look towards the best. Always see positive people. All this negative y'all showing mm-hmm. every year, all season, this is getting old, man. Y'all yeah. got to do better. 
Either yeah. you're going to believe in our team or you're not. And if you don't, please, if you're so unhappy with what our boys are accomplishing or mm-hmm. not accomplished according to your thoughts, why don't you go get another team and stop saying you're a fan? Because right. we're tired, you know. We're tired of it. Come on and think positive, people. That's all I got to say. Let's go have, say, go Cowboys and have good success, and let's keep encouraging our boys to keep progressing what they're doing. They're working on a body mechanic. Zach was still fighting his injuries and still trying to get paid for his team and for his fans, but yet y'all can't even give that man no type of respect. Mm. He is the only quarterback that's still in the realm who actually other quarterbacks to move to another team or he ain't even playing a quarterback no more. But Dak is still here. And he's still trying to get his ring, lead his team to get in the ring. No doubt. Ooh, you spit some fire over here. I appreciate you so much. Yeah, y'all get off of Dak and let's get it. Let's go. Shout out to you, Lady Jessica. That's the lady right there, man. She bringing the thunder, man. Come on. Come on. Who else? Who else? I, I I do love the fact that she said bring it back to positivity. I do love that. All right, so we got the two one three. You're live. Law, what up, yo? This is Mel. Mel, what's good, man? You you out there in Los Angeles? Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir. sir. Yes, sir. So you coming out to Oxnard? Yeah, no, no, no way. I'm, no way. I'm gonna be able to follow uh, Jessica. Okay, man. but uh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You going out to Oxnard though? You going? You coming out to Oxnard, right? Oh, for sure. Oh, okay, for okay, sure. okay. Good, good, good. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man. I've, I've been watching football a very long time, man. I played corner. I think you played the position too, from what I from what I'm able to uh, kind of gather. I've never heard so much talk about yards giving up at the position. I've I've never heard so much talk about it. I've never heard so much talk about who giving up a certain amount of yards. If you you at the cornerback position, you judge by do you give up big plays and mm. do you give up and when when do you give them up? Okay. Like if if you giving up plays or you giving up catches and we up by thirty six, nobody's caring about oh. that. Right. If you giving up plays and we up by 25, nobody's caring about that. But if you're giving up plays when it's a tie game, mm-hmm. if you're giving up plays, you know, early in the game, yeah. that's what you judge by at the corner. Nobody yeah. caring. Nobody's sitting there counting up Diggs' yards <laughs> and saying whether he can play the position or not. That's the one issue I got. That's why I don't really like the PFF type of thing, man, because they done brought all of this kind of, I don't want to use the word like nerd ball, but, you know, mm-hmm. just all of this. All of this type of stuff, man, and we get further away from what really matters when it comes to football, bro. Nobody caring about he gave up 40 yards in this game, 30 yards in that game, 28 yards, 96 yards. Like, did he give up touchdowns? Right. Did he give up key first downs? That's it. We all know, man, Diggs is a playmaking corner. And this the other thing. It's not that he gets the picks because he's taking these overt chances. He Big gets the pick because he can catch the ball. Ooh. He can catch the The dude has crazy good hands. He can catch the ball, and most corners can't catch. So that's why he gets a lot of picks, man. He puts himself in good position. He, he's not, he don't jump every single thing, but he can catch the ball. I can remember a few plays last year where Diggs got beat when it really did matter. Uh, other than that, 
Man, the, the dude holds it down, man. But I'm gone, bro. Mm -hmm. uh, next caller, come on in, man. Appreciate you, fam, for holding it down, man. Oh, my gosh, man. My guy, Mel, he brought... He brought everything in the kitchen sink to the table. So while he was doing that, talking about digs or what have you, uh, just to contextualize everything, I like I say, I think the world of Marshawn Lattimore. I do. I, I think I, I think the world of Marshawn Lattimore. I do. <laughs> I flat out do. But let me pull this up right quick so that people can understand what I'm saying. And we're going we gonna to zoom this thing up. We're going to build this up all the way. And I want you guys to, to, to understand the hatred about my dog, not Marshawn Lattimore, but my guy Trayvon Diggs. As we're going to look at this thing right here, matter of fact, I want to make it even bigger. You know, uh, and it's because he played for who that? He played for who that? He played for the who that Saints. Okay. They're going to bring out my magical pen here. We're going to pull this around. And I want you guys to pay attention to this section right here. And pull it up a little bit. This section right here is yards giving up. Granted, he had three interceptions last season. Let me make that little thing better for you guys. He had three interceptions. Let me make it bigger. Three interceptions. He allowed 826 yards. Okay? So, I believe Diggs' number was 907 minus 826 yards. That's a total, if you do your math, by 80 yards or so. Like 80, somebody subtract that 907 from a. 26, somebody do the math for me. Is that like 81, 82, 81, 80 yards? Let's just put 80 yards, quick math. And nobody's talking about against those same Giants, he gave up 114 yards. Against Tampa, he gave up 117 yards. And every, he gave up a big 94 against Tennessee, Tennessee. He gave up some big games. And let me see if the award is worth the risk. In those big games, I see goose eggs as it relates to INTs. Now, one can argue Marshawn, Marshawn Lattimore is a dog. Somebody can argue that Marshawn Lattimore is a beast. Can somebody else give me, can somebody else give me another DB to look at while I let this other caller in because it's time out for all of this. You know, 81, appreciate you, Big Sarge. So what are we talking about? So you would, would look. <laughs> Fatality. D. So you would look. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it just hit me, man. It just hit me. So. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me literally that you are willing to reserve those 81 yards, right, to pass up on because he had three interceptions. So 11 minus three 
give me eight, right? So they give me eight. Can somebody put 11 minus three? Is 11 minus three is eight. Can somebody let me know 11 minus three is that eight? So for 80 yards, 80, 81 yards, yards, you are willing to sacrifice eight interceptions to take the three. You know, so look, 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 that's how pro football, look, because if Diggs gave up 907 yards <laughs> and Marshawn Lattimore gave up 826 yards with three INTs and considered a better DB, but Diggs give you 11 INTs, so you willing <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, Sheila. Yeah, y'all helping me out. Eleven minus three is eight. So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> according to Pro Football Focus, that is not eight. You know, <laughs> I can't, I can't make this stuff up. <laughs> oh my gosh, man, this this is comedy. You know. Oh my goodness, man. Let me let somebody else on the phone line. Somebody that's been waiting here for a minute. Nine seven three. You're on the late night hype with Law. Hey, Law, it's Sam. How are you? Sam, man, I'm great, man. I can't complain. Cool, cool. I'll, so I'll, I'll keep it under two minutes. The only thing I'll, so I'll just say, I'm tired of, I'm tired of Dick Slander, too. The only other thing I'll add is that other corners don't travel with the number one receiver. True. In phase, right? In so, phase, yeah. <clears throat> Dick Dig Dig had uh, a much harder job than other players. Like if he was in a system where he had one side of the field, be able to play off. Plus, like I don't mean to throw him under the bus, but right. he kind of deserved it. Our free safety really like on that Patriots game mm-hmm. for Diggs, and also in that Bucks game for for AB. Oh my like, god! Like he 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 kind of he kind of sold the bag for the team a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so. You look at what Diggs did against the top corn. He compare it. You compare it to Ramsey. So we look at what he did to yeah. Mike Evans. He shut Mike Evans down, and Ramsey got cooked by him. Let the Bucks back in the in that playoff game, and then like they said, uh, or the the guys from ESPN said, like he got Ramsey got cooked in the Super Bowl too. Like if Donald wouldn't have gotten home. Mm. Uh, Burrow would have hit Jamar Chase for that for the game-winning touchdown because Ramsey got cooked on double move. But I think their PSS, it sounds like what you were saying, they really undervalue yeah. um, uh, Diggs' uh, interceptions. That's it for me. No doubt, no doubt. I appreciate you so much, man. Great observation, great points right there, Sam. I really appreciate you, man, for holding it down, All too. Right. Thank you so much for calling in, Sam. Good call, All right, you have a great night. Yeah, yeah. So uh, some people asked me uh, while the caller was on. It gave me enough time to pull up these uh, uh, situations for Jalen uh, Ramsey. Let me pull up Jalen Ramsey right quick. <laughs> Let me pull up Jalen Ramsey so that you guys can see that there's Jalen Ramsey, and I'm not fabricating anything. Uh, he's six foot one, two hundred and eight pound cornerback. We went up to Advanced Analytics on this is on Pro Football Reference, Pro Football Focus don't really break it down to this degree. Like, it, it, it when they do, it's not as uh, easy to decipher. But neither here nor there, we're going to pull it. This is Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, who I believe 
been in the league. How many years vet he been in the league since 2016? So that put him as a seven-year vet, right? So this is going to be hard for me to compare a seven-year vet to a second-year DB, right? But but we're going to do it anyhow. These are the yards he gave up uh, right here. You guys can see uh, all last year. It's good. He didn't give up a 100-yard to anyone. He gave up a big 75 yards to Seattle in week five. And sheesh, he must didn't play. He gave up zero yards on week 10. That's good, man. That's shut down, Larry, right there. And 22 yards. Look at all these low low numbers. He gave up eight yards against Houston. <laughs> so that's good stuff, man. I, I, look. 624 yards, right, with I believe he had four INTs. Like, that is model. Like, that is what you want. And, of course, playoffs, he gave up 109 yards in that uh, game against, uh, I want to say, Tampa Bay. That was a lot of yards he gave up. And then in the game that we were all talking about, what Sam just mentioned, he gave up 160 yards, baby. And a touchdown. <laughs> so that's a lot of yards. He gave up 283 yards, right, in the playoff altogether. Right? So it, 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 that's pretty good stuff. But he shut down San Francisco zero yards, man. That's that's remarkable, man. So he will have his highs and lows, and that's good. I think that the further this goes back is 2018. Let me do this. Let me go back to when he was a younger DB and see. So this would be his third year. It don't go back to 16 and 17. We're not blessed to have that. So now, Cowboy Nation, we are looking at Jalen Ramsey, third season, okay? And he's the model citizen of this, right? Here's that magical number again. He gave up 856 yards in his third season. His third season, and he only had three INTs. Let me pull out my marker again, and we'll let the people that call in call in. He gave, he gave up a big yards against Pittsburgh. 158 yards. That's a lot of yards. I believe that's the game he was crying on the sideline. And he gave up 122 yards, and that's, that was against Houston. So that was his third season. So you see how this thing goes. But what we're trying to do is technically we're trying to leapfrog. We're trying to leapfrog Trayvon Diggs to his sixth and seventh year. Now, granted, heavy is the crown, but I get it, right? People need to sell stuff. But neither here nor there. Uh, let's let's bring somebody else on the line. Uncle Charles, man, what's good? You live, man. What's up, Law? What's going on, Cowboy Nation? What's it. happening? Not, not much. Uncle, didn't talk to you in a minute, man. How you been doing, man? Man, I've been doing good. I like to tell the, the Cowboy Nation now all we need the Dallas Cowboys to do is hold that trophy because the Birmingham Stallions are world champs. <laughs> we got fourteen chips down here. And now we got a world champion. 
Now I'm waiting on the Dallas Cowboys to complete the mission. Let me just say this to the yeah. Cowboys nation. Let me explain something to y'all. You can't get nothing in this life unless you sweat and you bleed. Mm. And that's what them young people have to go in the training camp and do. They got to leave their families. They got to leave their kids. And they got to put food on the table. Yeah. If you're athlete on the, if you're a football player on the Dallas Cowboy team, should one thing be on your mind? Get the job done. Leave nothing unturned on that table. Right. Because you got some mouth back there to feed at that house. Let me tell you something. What you think? Children don't eat books. They eat food. They eat food. I keep telling people. Let me tell you something, man. This, uh, I like to say this to Dak, and I've really never been hard on Dak Prescott. Really haven't been really hard on him. Dak looked good, bro. He looked good in his throwing motion. And uh, he just, some about him don't change. I guess when you lose so many times yeah. and you get beat up, thrown down to the ground, you, you see a, a different aspect of life. Let me explain something to you, man. I want y'all to understand this. You got 12 rats in a room, and all of them fighting for one piece of cheese. And, let, and yes, ladies and gentlemen, it was a bloody mess. And when the smoke cleared, all the rats were laying down there dead. But you know what was left? That damn piece of cheese. See, everybody can't get to the cheese. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody can't get to the everybody can't get to the yams. Everybody can't get to that. And let me tell you this. To become a legend in this game, you got to you got to you got to fight. You got to be on your game like a Deion Sanders. Mm -hmm. You got to be on your like a, like a lot of these Hall of Famers. You, that's why he's sitting in there. Jimmy Johnson ain't in there for nothing. He worked hard. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson was a perfectionist. And if you didn't do it right, he sent you on your way. Tell me what you got out. You got out? Okay, then I'm going to send you on to the dog. Don't worry about coming back. Mm -hmm. You go on take that butt ass right on up in there. Mm -hmm. You go right up in there. Common people get to becoming a legend, they get, to, they get it confused. You think somebody become a legend because they made a few rap songs? Mm -hmm. No, man, you become a legend. When you become a legend, when the time you leave off that, food, off that, that football field, when you're a little peewee, that's when the legend starts. Mm -hmm. Not none of these fake jokes. Out here, like no Eric's president, he a legend too, but he stole all the little rich records. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. He, he done stole all that. Let me let me tell you something, man. Talk, tell to, you me, something. Unc, talk to me, Unc. I, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this in closing. Uh -huh. I want my people to stop doing this. And this is in closing. Just just a little bit of life story. I want people to quit saying, "Well, he in heaven now." How the hell you know? You got. A lot of people say you got a lot of people saying I, 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 I can't wait till I get to heaven, but they don't want to die to get there. And I can just imagine some of these celebrities going up there to heaven, like Prince. He don't float his little ass with some high heels on, and just thought God was gonna let him in. And God finally coming. He said, Oh hell no! Wait a minute. He said, Ain't you Prince? He said, Yes, sir. I'm Prince. What you doing here? It's t I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't go to heaven. Well, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. Before you do that, I want to ask you one question. He said, what is that, God? If you can answer this question, I'll let you in. He said, go ahead. Explain to me how you got by with them pants with the ass out. Explain that right now, and I'll let you in. See, you should have known you was in trouble when you got them seeing <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass going down there the other way, too. He told you, you know, since you didn't ask that damn question, talk to that man with the pitchfork right there on the side of the fence. There, there you go, because that's where Teddy at, right there. So be careful about saying people, because you don't know, you don't know. You don't know. 
and you release some balloons all in there, let me explain to you what that is. That's some damn plastic with air in it. Nobody knows where they go in the afterlife. Nobody knows. Man. Because one thing I know, my grandmama told me one thing, and I'm going to close it out. She told me, God is the only person to let you work for him and fire you and let you still work for him. Wow. He only work He will fire you and still let you do what you do where you can inherit something else. Mm. And that's all I got to say. And I appreciate you, bro. Uncle Charles, man, I love every bit of it, man. Appreciate you. That's a good call. Yes, man. sir. That's my guy right there, man. You know. Like, this motherfucker don't miss. No, he's fucking good. That he's motherfucker good. don't miss, man. He's good. In the heat of battle, he don't miss. No. In the heat of controversy, he don't miss. He don't miss, man. Look, 12 rats fighting over a block of cheese. Oh, 12 of them did. Why? Did y'all get the information of what he was saying? They killed each other. The cheese was still there. They got distracted. They that, That's why I said, let me hit it again. Like, this motherfucker don't miss. He don't no, miss. He's good. That he's motherfucker good. don't miss, man. He's good. In the heat of battle, he don't miss. No. In the heat of controversy, he don't he miss. He don't miss, man. Y'all listen to Uncle Charles, man. The, the, the <laughs> he would save money. He would save you money. You won't pay so much on your taxes, man. Come on with it. Thomas, you're live from the 615. Hello? Yes, indeed. What's good with you? What's going on, Lowe? Nothing to it, man. How, how, how Tennessee te- treat, treating you so far? Everything is all good. You know, I was out in California last month, but, oh, you wow. know, we'll talk about that later. Oh, okay, okay, but, okay. But are you no, coming out for to... this month? Are you coming out for Oxnard or what have you? I, I wish I could. Okay. I wish I could. Okay. But, man, um, you know, I, I, can, I can easily get pissed off about what they're saying about Trevon Diggs. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I ain't going to do that. Right. I ain't right, going to do that because, right, you know, right. it, it's, it's becoming a joke now. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it, it's kind of funny because you know, I, I've been thinking, I've been saying to myself, I'm, I, you know I'm saying? I'm saying, dang. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago, Gilmore was the first cornerback ever to get the NFL MVP. Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah. hear anything. Didn't hear anybody talk about his stats or nothing. None of that. Don't we let me get interceptions? Hell, Jalen Ramsey get torched every game. I don't hear nobody talking about that. Nobody. But but Trayvon, Ooh. Trayvon, oh he he gave up the most yards. Man, dude, hold on. What if we win the Super Bowl this year and he have a good defensive year? They ain't gonna have nothing. They ain't gonna have nothing to say. But I tell you this: they're gonna, they're gonna find something else. I don't care if it's Trayvon's son, Michael Parsons' son, or Sam Williams' son. They they blame they blame they blame their boys for touching Tom Landry's statue. Yeah, yeah. Outside state, they'll find something. Even if we win the two boat shit, they gonna find something. I don't care if they if they park their cars wrong. They gonna find something. They gonna find something. And it's to, a to, to, to take away. It's, yep. 
And, yeah. and, and it's hard. They I know they looking. They looking for Parsons. They they looking for something. But that kid, man, he's all about business, man. I love what Parsons yeah. brings to the table. Yeah. And you know, and it's it's what makes me mad, Law, is it's the hate. Mm-hmm. And they're very passionate about it. It is the hate. Mm-hmm. They will find something. And it's sad. Flat out. Man. They, they will find something to hate on, and I, it is what it is right now. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, all I've got to say is, let us win number six. <sighs> you know, I've been alive. I've witnessed five of them, but let us win number six. Mm. Well, I, I, yeah, I, 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 I let me catch myself. We've won five, and I've seen four. Mm. I didn't see the one in '71 because I was still a little baby at the time. Oh well. But I've seen, I, I, I've seen, I've seen four. Wow. Man, hey. I hey. want to get the thumb, baby. Well, well, let's go get it. That's all we gotta do. We let's gotta go, go get it. it. Let's go get it. Let's go. Let, let's go to the desert and get it. Let's go. Let's oh. go get it. Talk to me before oh. I let you go. You said that you was coming to Nashville for the game against the Titans, right? We we trying to work on that agreement right now as we as as as, as we speak, and you know we working on some things. But shout out to Cowboys Experience, and uh, if I'm there, what's good? Talk to me. Are y'all gonna do a Cowboys Experience here? That's what we working on right now. If uh, the, if we can cross the T's and dot those eyes and get those agreements, we we gonna be we uh, gonna be there. <laughs> I thought. Because if, because if we do a Cowboys experience, I can invite some of my Cowboy fans here to the Cowboys experience. Okay. How many you got? Well, uh, just put it like this. They're more, they're more than my ten fingers. Oh, wow. That's what we need. We need, we need, we need a party there. And uh, right, and, and, and if that can happen, man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you up off air, and uh, we we'll see what we can do. Okay. All right. Let's get it. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for calling in. Appreciate. Yeah, it's a good call God. from him. Yeah, God bless you. Yes, indeed. That's my guy right there, man. He come out to the events and everything. Cowboys experience. You guys be sure. Uh, we we at every home game. And uh, we rock it. You know, I'm talking about we had Parsons out there. Uh, we looking to get one of the wide receivers to wear 88 for the Cowboys. And and I can't wait. I don't want to outspeak my wisdom teeth. But we do these events. And trust me, the food is good. The atmosphere is right. The music is there. We give prizes and giveaways, man. It's going to be a fantastic moment. And if if you like the Cowboys, that's cool. But it's more for the people that love the Cowboys, right? And and even if you from the opposing team that come out, man, they have a good time. The Atlanta Falcons fans had a great time out there with us. Uh, even the Raiders fans had a good time, and they was able to rub it in the day after, what have you. But, you know, we that's what we do from the 316. You're live. Live. What's, What's good? Up? What's good with you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I heard you said we can talk about anything, right? Yeah, yeah. We talk about anything, man. It's your world, man. Okay. It's your show. Have show. you checked the movie out yet, baby? Ah, oh, 
You get me, dog. I haven't checked it yeah. out, man. I only checked the previews, the man. <laughs> We've been viral for the past four days. We the number one comedy on Tubi right now. Is that PPP long gone, dog? PPP long gone. All right, man. I, I promise you, yeah. man. Before, Just type it before, in. Just before type the next it time in. I talk it's, to you, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch it, man. <laughs> but it, 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 they talking about it all over Facebook. It, it's over 10,000 comments on that. Gosh. Uh, Tubi, yeah, yep, on Tubi, uh, yeah, yeah. I seen it, man. Uh, see the previews right here, man. You, you've been holding it down, man. You, you've been holding. Bro, it we down. just got hey, done with the, the. We just got done with the Blackout ICT Awards uh-huh. tonight. Everybody in the best male category actor was in the movie. Hmm. Hmm. Including myself. <laughs> with that young brother right there with the with the meat hook, she won. She she won it. Okay. Look, look, I I just gonna share it for everybody, man. Y'all check it out, man. PP long gone trailer. That's the trailer right and here. Leave a review. Please leave a review. Read the review. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, leave one. Leave one. Leave one and hashtag Law Nation when you do. Yeah, 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 maybe they could make me on a sequel or, or a prequel or whatever, you know, and hey, I'll just be up brother, there just brother. buying all type of PP long stuff for the Cowboys and get hooked up with. Turn <laughs> <laughs> you into Jerry Jones. Jerry into Jerry Jones. <laughs> I can act a little bit, you know. Hey, <laughs> that's what the HBCUs do, too. Mm-hmm. All day. Yeah, yeah. Already. Already, bro. Hey, I just wanted to share that with you and check your paper to see if you've seen it yet. Because if not, you got something you gotta watch. Man, I'm I'm definitely gonna gonna gonna, gonna peep it out, man. My bad on the on the late of it, but delayed but not delayed, <laughs> baby. I got you, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been a lot of cowboy talk. They can't they can't stop talking about it. So I understand. Yeah, man. You know how it goes, man. Let's yeah, get it. I, I understand. Just wanted to put it back on your mind. No doubt, bro. Appreciate you, man. All right, love it. Love Cowboy Nation. Check it out. I promise you, you're going to laugh your butt off. Yes, indeed, man. Y'all check it out, man. That's my guy, man. Deonde, man. Uh, hey, y'all check it out, man. Maybe Detective Law can get into that thing. You know how it goes. You know, I got my uh, my Gucci, my Gucci Watt, you know what I'm saying, have him come back out. You know, we'll have a whole shandig and be a part of this thing from the 910. You live. Hey. Let it hang. Hey, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Let them hang. Let them hang. That's what we doing tonight. Yeah. What's good? <laughs> yeah, I heard you talking about old um, Trayvon Diggs. And, um, I love my Diggs. Right, right, Since right. he first came to the team. I mean, he's a bad joker. I don't mm. care what they talk about. You know, I call him the coochie slayer. <laughs> <laughs> he covered too. Can't nobody cover. Look, look. Can't nobody cover like Diggs. He got the left side and the right side covered down. They fighting over him. I said, what kind of defense this brother? He's covering too. And I heard there's a third one out there. It's really cover three. But that's a story of a different day. And uh, it's too funny. And the reason why I call him the coochie slayer, I'd rather have a repeat offender than a first offender. <laughs> You're tuning in to the Quiet Storm. <laughs> the cover two repeat offender. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least you know what he's doing, and he's delivering the treasure. 
He is, man. Uh, he, he's up you know there. He, he's almost up there with Blueface. You know, Blueface got he got he got women knocking their teeth out and tooth out and what have you. And <laughs> I said, God, dog, Blueface, what go? He cowboy fan, by the way. Blueface a cowboy fan. And I said, God, dog, oh, man, man, we're gonna have to get Blueface out there to Oxnard. <laughs> and, yeah. But, um, you know, they tripping, and uh, we just have to stand by our boys. They um worried about him giving up so many yards, but mm-hmm. um, I don't worry about that. I've been watching football a long time, and mm-hmm. like you said, I never heard them talking about how much yards a corner gives up. As long as he's not letting them get in the end zone, right? I, he can give up 10,000 yards for all I care. Ben, but don't break. That's all we looking for. That's right. Keep keep doing That's your right. thing. Get, give give us 11 to 12 interceptions a year. If, if Diggs had the yeah. same season he had last year, I'm taking that and running it all the way to the bank. I think he is. A lot of people mm. don't believe that, but yeah. I think he is. Just like I believe we're going to win a division again this year. Something ain't been done in a long time. I think he's no. going to repeat. I think mm. Michael Parsons is going to repeat or do better because he got some competition. D-Lo right. said he want his title back. But um, I see us uh, doing a whole lot better and, and Big still tagging that ass when he get out there on that field. There we go. And that's all I had to say. Hey, I appreciate that. I, hey, hey, just say it, let, say it one more time for me. Let him hang! <laughs> appreciate you. We got Quaid. That, that, that's, that's a beautiful call by her, by the way, uh, uh, for let people know, man, that she's going to bring the table. She's going to bring the table. She is the table. You know, have you seen that video? I, I'm the table, you know, so she will have to bring it to the table because she is the table. All right, DMV, George, you live. Yo, what's up, Law? Man, all is well. I can't complain, bro. Um, so I'm, I don't really know the topic. I just got in from a party. And man, I, anything you want to talk about, man, for two minutes, it's all any, you. Anytime I see you live, I just got to come in and say something because I don't give everybody my football knowledge. You know, us, us Cowboys fans, we get the worst. So when people in the street want to talk football, most of the time they don't know what they're talking about. So I just like, I love coming here and know, like, no, I'm talking with somebody that knows what they're talking about. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess I'm going to address the Trayvon Diggs thing because I heard like last three or four callers say something about it. Uh, I feel like we letting the, the, the outside noise get in too much. Yeah. Uh, we've been going over this since the season. Like, if people have been saying Anthony Brown's better than Trayvon Diggs, and we all know as Cowboys fans that watch every game, most of us watch every snap, yeah. that Anthony Brown's is not better than Trayvon Diggs just because PFS, PFF mm, says it. Right, right. And, and so, like, we know the real. I would never let no, like, the outside get into People that don't look at, don't watch as much Cowboys film, I will never let them get into my head because, mm-hmm. like, bro, we we know the real. Trayvon Diggs is nowhere near a liability at all in the slightest to us. So right. I just feel like um, I feel like we're gonna be going good. Uh, I feel like we're gonna be good going into the next season. I feel like uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of Jaron Curse film this past week, and I I really love what um he's been giving us. Um, I feel like he's one of the best cover safeties in the league. So I'm really loving our defense. I guess I'm going to change the theme of this call to our defense. I, I really, I'm really yeah. loving our defense going yeah. this next year. Yeah. If, if we can get one or two pro bowlers from our last two drafts, because our, our, for real, our last draft, um, besides Michael Parsons, we didn't get that much from our defensive draft picks. So if we can get one of those guys to become even like a pro bowler or even on anywhere near that level, mm. we're going to be way more than perfect on defense. Um, 
and I'm just excited for this next year. Uh, I want to ask you something, Lalo. Talk to me, man. You went to Jackson State, right? Yep. Yep, DJ. Follow their football, their, their football team. Yeah, yeah, I followed them. Not all the way, all the way, as far as knowing the players' names and everything, but I followed them. You know, talk to them. Okay. Any anybody else you following in college this year? No, not not really, man. I'm not like uh, like a college college guy that would know all of the people just to be 100 with uh-huh. you. But you got somebody you want to lay on me right quick? Um. See, I'm a quarterback guy, and we, we're fine in Dallas, so it's not about to be like anybody I'm scouting for. I'm, I'm like, um, I want us to get or something like that. But I really love Caleb Williams out USC, man. If you haven't seen his film, I've been, I've been, I'm from the DC area, so okay. everybody that knows about, everybody knows about him here. Um, mm-hmm. He was a five-star quarterback. He was almost, he almost won a Heisman playing five games last year. If, if you oh, haven't wow. seen his, if you haven't seen his film, um, this was one player, one college football player I really highly. Um, suggest you guys look at, but um, this is my that's my call. Hey man, I appreciate you, man. Keep it up, man. Thank you so much for jumping in, fam. Salute. No problem. Good call from him, man. Uh, coming back from a party, calling in. You know, he probably was partying with Diggs, man, because he's in the DMV area. You know, Diggs from that area, so you know. Yeah, yeah. But if Diggs need a fall guy, man, uh, you know, you know, let him be that, you know. Uh, shout out to my guy, Kelvin Gray Sports. If that is the real Kevin Gray, man, appreciate you, man, so much for jumping in and being part of this episode. And uh, hit me up, Kelvin. You know, you know what I want to do is uh, is do a podcast with Kelvin and uh, get his thoughts and his uh, his, his uh, information out of his mind onto y'all that's here watching right now uh, on this beautiful episode. And uh, just let me know, and uh, we can get things jumping the right way, the best way possible, Cowboy Nation. But neither here nor there, this particular, this particular uh, team, I like it because I want to hit you guys with this too. Let me pull this up. Boom. Let me pull this up right quick. Marlon Humphreys. I, I, I just wanted to pull this up because a lot of people was talking about him a few seconds ago uh, on that audio from 105.3 to fan. Six foot, 197 pounds. And I promise you, I promise you guys, if this would have happened to Diggs, we would hear about this for the rest of our lives, right? This dude against the Cincinnati Bengals gave up 227 yards, baby. (laughs) Man, that put some crowns on this thing right here, man. You know, that's a lot of yards, man. That's a lot of fire right there. I can only imagine if Diggs gave up 227 yards. I don't care. I don't care what happened in that game. I'm a, matter of fact, I'm going to go back and watch this game. 17 to 41. Joe Burrows lit this guy up week seven. 227 yards, man. <laughs> Good grave. That's what they will be playing if that happened to Diggs. And he caught one interception for the whole entire season. 
One, not two, not three. That's crazy. <laughs> Who else you guys want? Now, that, that, that dude, in a way, kind of want me to go back and look at that game and see what Joe Burrows really did in that game because I do know that uh, this dude, actually, when I look back over to um, the playoff game or the Super Bowl game, Joe Burrows was able to put up 160 yards on Jalen Ramsey. So I can't wait to see this, man. But come on, (laughs) y'all. Who else y'all want me to look up, man? Oh, my goodness, man. I I don't watch UFC like that. You know, I I ain't finna lie to kick it to you. But, you know, I could probably break it down. Thank you for tuning in to the UFC fight champion, whatever you, you know. (laughs) But I don't really watch it that way. Uh, they targeted his side. I can't wait. I got to go back. I'm going to go back and watch that game. Uh, I really will. Uh, we got from the 210, you win. 210, you win. Hey, what's going on, man? Nothing to it. Talk to me. Who we got here? Hey, what's going on? It's uh, Eric. Eric. I'm, uh, San Diego. What's going on, man? Not much, man. You you're from San Diego, man. Uh, man, that's yes, not sir. that far away. So you are gonna go to Oxnard, right? Uh, yeah, that's the plan. Yeah. Uh, be the second year. Last year was the first year. Went out there, great experience. So yeah, okay. definitely plan to head out there again. Enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, yeah, man. That's gonna be nice, man. If I bump into you, man, let's let's wrap it up and talk, man. But what you got for this episode? All right, yeah, just uh, so. Uh, a new a new viewer I've been listening for the last couple months. Mm-hmm. I love the show for one. Just want to start with that. Appreciate but it. But going in with this uh, Trayvon Diggs conversation, mm-hmm. uh, I I happen to fall into it sometimes too. He's being a diehard fan, loving the Cowboys. The uh, we I, I think we put a little too much pressure of wanting things to happen now. Right. People got to remember that Diggs is only third year. Going you gotta let him. Now. You yeah. gotta let him continue to grow because what he's doing, we haven't had a corner do this in I don't know how long. But let's imagine. Uh, I mean, when we had Byron Jones, he was stopping people, but he wasn't getting the picks. Yeah. So let's say that we still had Byron Jones and Trayvon Diggs on the other side. People would be talking about we need to move on from Jones because Diggs is getting all the picks. He's yeah. he's making the better plays. If he was on the other side. We would look at this completely different, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Uh, and then also, I, I kind of like that you put up the Marlon Humphrey stats because twelve games. That was the other thing I kind of peeped that you put up twelve games that he gave us that many yards. Come yeah. on now, <laughs> a lot of yards. Yeah, no one's talking bad about Marlon Humphrey, and I no like one. Marlon. Humphrey. I like I like Humphreys. You know, he's a good guy. Yeah. Him and Lattimore. Lattimore. I really like Lattimore. Denzel Ward. You know. Yep. 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 So, I mean, honestly, that's all I got with that. But just my opinion, I agree. I love the team we have this year. I think it's I think it's perfect for Dak to get out there, show what he's got with what some people, you know, what everyone's saying, we have less weapons. I think he's going to get it done right. I think the defense is going to continue to grow. We finally got a, a system for multiple years. These guys are going to keep gelling and getting better. And I've said it so many times, to take all them guys on the defense and know what's going on. So that's all I got. No doubt, bro. Appreciate you having me join in, man. And yeah, stay blessed, man. And go Cowboys, everybody out there. Go Cowboys. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for calling in, fam. It's a good call from you. Um, 
Good call from him all together, Cowboy Nation. Uh, let me see if I can get this right here. Yeah, he hung up. Appreciate everybody. Uh, I think somebody asked me a question. Who would I rather have, Diggs or Darius Slay? I think that Slay, uh, I, I like Slay coming out of college. Uh, he was pretty good in uh, Detroit land and uh, did a great job over there for the Eagles. Um, I can pull a, I can pull a bump, but uh, he would he had three interceptions last season. Let me see if I can pull him up right quick. And I know he don't give up that many yards. He he's pretty much a seasoned veteran guy by right about now. Uh, they call him Big Play Slay. That's Darius Slay right there. Uh, six foot corner, 190 pounds, and let's see, he had. His biggest game he gave up yards was against the L.A. Chargers. I think that's what they was, 86 yards here. And he gave up 96 yards on the Washington team, 40 yards on Dallas. Uh, They target Slay six times for five uh, completions. Uh, Against the San Francisco, they target him two times for 100 so he allowed 100 completion percentage there. He allowed uh, 83% completion percentage there. Uh, outside of that, he don't give up a lot of yards, 535. Let's see how he did the 2020 season. Uh, see what he did on the average. Ooh. We really want, don't want to count. The pandemic year, but 856 yards, and that's a veteran guy at that point. So, and he gave you only one interception. That's 2020. I'm not even going to charge this to him, but that's a lot of yards, though, fam. 168 against the Sea Chickens, and Green Bay lit him up 121 yards and 853 yards, 851. Let me see what he did in 2019. Yeah. I see a lot of highs and lows, but just solid 694, not a high interception guy. Let me see targets. Uh, he targeted him 12 times in this game, 92 uh, yards allowed or what have you. 12, 12 targets, seven completions. That's against the Chargers, I believe, or whatever they are. And we're going to go all the way back to the farther this thing go back is 2018, okay? And I don't see I see a pattern here. Three interceptions, so 121. So my whole argument is this with uh, Diggs is that he never allowed 100 yards in one game. Granted, who's counting? But neither here nor there. I think, like I said before, my assessment of Slay, I, I really think that Slay is a really good DB. But I like Diggs' upside, and I'll, I'll still take me. I'll take the interceptions. I would t- I'll flat out take the interceptions. And uh, that's just, that just my thoughts of it. Uh, now, Slay over Anthony Brown, give me Slay. Give me Dan Quinn with the mixture of Diggs and Slay on the same. Ooh, oh, my gosh. Now we talking. Now we working with something. Um, but that's just my thoughts with that, Cowboy Nation. Diggs just have a higher upside. But I feel you, man. But shout out to Slay. They call him Big Play Slay. Hell State, Mississippi State. Cowboy Nation. Um, that, that, 
no matter how people put it up there, it's hard, hard to get 11 INTs. And we just saw Slay, a year, just a year removed, gave up 856 yards. So 907 yards allowed versus 856 yards. And his 856 yards, he only had one INT. Look at look at the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me that all day. Give me that all day. Um, Kelvin can be more nice than Slay. I think Kelvin Joseph, he's he's more physical than Slay. He's bigger than Slay already. You know, Slay is like six foot 190. Kelvin is Kelvin Joseph is right at 200 pounds. This big boy, and 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 faster. You know, four three guy. Somebody said he ran a four two eight, a four two nine. So that's that's crazy speed, and we'll have to see all of that stuff work its way out. Um, <clears throat> Slay is nice, but I would take the 2021 AB over Slay. I feel you, man. Uh, come on, man. I ain't going to be disrespectful now. You know, <laughs> I, I still think that Slay is is a real good DB now. I ain't, ain't Just because he played with that filthy green on, you know, I ain't finna go that far. <laughs> I ain't finna go that far. Trust me, all it takes if you to go back and watch that, that first half of the uh, San Francisco game, and they picked on little Anthony Brown, man. Uh, Bradbury. Versus D, come on, man, y- y'all reaching now? Uh, let me pull up, let me pull up Bradbury before we roll, rock up out of here. Uh, Bradbury, uh, I told you guys, I I say I'm gonna go short, then I go long on this thing. Um, he didn't play a full season. I'm gonna go back around. Y'all bear with me, man. I appreciate y'all for jumping in. Go to advanced analytics. He gave up 848 yards last season. Oh, I, oh, you guys can't see it. He gave up 800. This is, so you guys can see James Bradbury. <laughs> I was going to make a joke there, but I'm going to wait till we get out there to Oxnard to say who he looked like. But all right. Uh, let me see. One hundo. He gave up a hundred yards against Tampa. He that was his only big game, but then he gave up eighty one. Did y'all kind of say that's the one of the highest numbers that my guy Trayvon Diggs gave up uh, this past season? And that was against the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Okay, eight hundred and forty eight yards. 800, let me see, let me circle this, 848 yards, four INTs. He got an INT against Chicago. He got an INT against the Car- Carolina Panthers, New Orleans, and Washington, okay? But outside of that, man, that's James Bradbury for you. Six foot one, 212, just a big cornerback, Okay. All right, Cowboy Nation, I done stole enough of your time. Um, I can't wait for this season to kick off. I appreciate those who donated. I thank those who subscribed in this episode. I hope that you guys got back to your cribs from uh, all of that late-night drinking. 
Uh, I, I pray and hope that you guys will be ready tomorrow when I go live to get things going. Y'all know I try to go live at least once every day. And it's, no it's, it's always days no days off. off. No yeah. Days off. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren said, yeah, yeah, you'll take – look, I'm just saying I'm trying to win games. I ain't trying to win the, uh, the, the good-looking the good contest. But if Slay was on his team last year, right, and, and I'm looking at it like the way we play defense and he's a really – like it would been different if Slay was like a, uh, a press cover corner. He's more of a, a zone cover corner with good feet good vision or what have you and can jump routes. And that's what Anthony Brown do. He played in that, that actual uh, loose man deal or what have you for the Cowboys. Shoot. It would have been, it would have been difficult. And I think that with AB, you, well, with our version of AB, you would just kick him inside to be the nickel and, or have him to fight with Jordan Lewis for that spot. So that would be good. Uh, but it is what it is. Give me Dan Quinn and give me our version of our DBs for the 2022 season. I can't wait. Keep in mind, my guy that I told everybody to take a look at is not just this guy right here, but I want you guys to pay attention to this Malik Hooker kid. Uh, he's going to be phenomenal. I think that he's stepped up his game. He's going to be one of those guys that you sit back and look at and say, man, this dude, he fly to the ball, he chase, he hit pretty well. Uh, they're going to have him playing more snaps. He's not going to be on that snap count that he was on last season. They slowly integrated him into the fold or what have you. I can't wait to see this kid, right, Cowboy Nation? And that's what I'm looking for. But outside of that, man, let's get back to Parsons. It's going to get medieval time over here, Mr. Nasty time with this kid playing out of his mind. And I can't wait, Cowboy Nation. Just like you guys can't wait, man. He's saying all of the right things. He's doing all of the right things, right? Playing that half a body, tack the hand, tack the outside. Look how he's moving. I'm not speeding this up, by the way. I slowed it down so I can see what's going on. Half of a man, right? Focus. Getting around. Knock him up out of that cylinder. These are the rudiments of the game. Getting to the quarterback, making them pay. The physicality is nasty, right? The mentality is nasty. Cowboy Nation, we just got to continue to get this thing it's going. It's the nasty kind. It is. And every time we think about this, the catalyst of this team last year was absolutely this brother from another mother. They say they want dogs out there, right? You could not live with your own family. They said that they want somebody they can bring the heat. Boy, did we, did we steal this from the draft last season, right? This dude was just phenomenal. This dude was just everywhere. They said the lion is always hungry. The lion is never satisfied. The lion is respected. Amongst all predators out there. They say feast or famine, right? Well, this brother right here, he's going to eat. <laughs> he's going to eat something. 
And I ain't talking about just the dogs out there. Because he elevated everybody else. Come on. You can't just say Troy, he's just another dude. Or if you answer someone else, this dude is phenomenal. I tell people all the time, let me see some fire emojis down in the chat. If you want a thing bad enough to go out there and fight for it, to work day and night for it, to give up your time and your peace and your sleep for it, if all of your desires of it makes you quite mad enough that you don't get tired of it and it makes you hold all other things tardy and cheap, if life itself seems empty and useless without it and all that you scheme and dream is about it, if you are gladly go out there and sweat for it, fret for it, plan for it, and lose all terror of your mind for it, if you will simply go after the thing you want with all of your capacity, strength, and scargacity, with faith, hope, and confidence, and stern pertinacity, if neither cold, poverty, famish, or fame, or sickness of body or brain can turn you away from the thing you want, if dogged, and grim and besieged and beset with the help of almighty cowboy nation and everyone that's listening you will get it you will shout out to you 1981 yammer let's go into the oxnard fun i appreciate you you amazing. Appreciate you. These things that I said and what happened manifested in your mind, heart, and soul. Let's pick up the pieces, Cowboy Nation. Good things come to those who wait. And baby, we've been waiting. They said Diamond is born in the darkness, in the triple heats of pressure. Right? It's rare. It's rare, and we got us a rare one, and his name is Parsons. Let me hit another roar. Appreciate you, Lisa. Thank you so much for your love and adulations for the nation to help elevate this thing. Let's, keep, let's stay focused. Let's keep grinding. Lauren, no, you the best. You guys, y'all know that y'all the best. I'm on borrowed time out here, right? When I'm gone, you guys will be forever. Leaving this thing the way it's supposed to be. With the tenacity part of it, Cowboy Nation. That's why I say, man, make sure, make sure y'all put a star on my tombstone. Right? If not, I'm coming out of the grave. I'm hunting everybody. <laughs> Let's go. When you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud, too. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. We about salute. Peace. One love, baby.
shout out to Cowboys Experience. Yeah. Nowadays, nothing really is Roll nice. Roll those credits. Turn me down just a little bit. There we go. Shout out to the super chats, David Woods. Smoke, smoke it. Three, five, seven, nineteen, eighty-one. Yama, Lisa, appreciate you. One love for real. Shout out to all. Come on, yeah. Shout out to Jessica. DC for life, Tony. Mom. Let me show you guys this right quick. There are a lot of people capping. And I ain't trying to say or call you guys out because I'm not going to show the comments. But in Dallas, Texas, it got to 109 degrees just yesterday. It came 109 degrees today, probably. They had emergency warning of stay indoors, stay hydrated, and People were sitting, hitting me up, talking about, see, that's why the Cowboys don't win, because they're not putting on their pads and helmets and getting out there in that heat. Come on, man. <laughs> Y'all crazy, man. It's hot. But that's why the Cowboys are going to go out there to Oxnard, where it's 66. You can get more done when everybody is efficient. But let's not be foolish out here. Let's not. This is not macho football anymore, right? Where you can just roll out there. Players are bigger. Pads are heavier. Things are different in this world. The food, the air quality is not the same of what it was in the 70s and the 80s. And then I don't want people to compare what teams do out here in Texas in high school to what the pros are. You know, and people say, hey, hey, they have two days out there in high school and middle school and all of those things. No, that's not to say. These guys are playing with livelihoods out there, and, and, and most of these guys, 300-plus pounds, right? So those are not the same equivalent. The equivalency is not the same. I just had to say that, but let's get on up out of here. Because people, a lot of people capping, though. You know, like for those who say they out there in that heat, show me pictures with you with four pads and somebody coming at you 300 pounds. And then how can this be? Right. You thinking that you're macho and you have your quarterback or your wide receiver to have a heat stroke. And now your whole season is down the toilet because you're trying to prove that you're macho. You know, that's not how this thing worked, man. You got to have these guys in tip top shape and 100 degrees. Anything would take you clean off of this world. You'd be talking back to the creator, you know, <laughs> and the creator would be saying, hey, man, why are you here so early? Man, you know, they had practice out there. Okay, you you pretty much was gone before your time. <laughs> but stop capping, y'all. Y'all know good and well, y'all don't want to be out there in 100 degrees. So let the Cowboys go out there to Oxnard in L.A. to stay focused and re, re regroup, get that thing together, pick up the playbook, and let's get it going. Come on. Look, we don't have a lot of kicking. Come on. There's some people that thought about cutting their grass today. 
And they said, man, it's 100, 100 degrees. And it stayed 100 degrees all the way to 9 o'clock. I would talk about how CERN, let me, let me stop the music. I would talk about my conspiracy. You know, where my conspiracy button at? CERN. Have you noticed this? the earth is hot all around? I wonder if that black matter. Hmm? 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 I wonder if they found all of that stuff that they said they did. Hmm? 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 There's a lot of stuff that's going on. It didn't get dark into Texas to 9.15. Shoot. Okay, I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop, okay. Don't come get me! (laughs) Come on. That dark matter. (laughs) You searching for it, you will find it. Huh? Coach Ball hit you all alone. You know it's dangerous to go alone. Don't let the street lights hit you. Can I be your player too? You have not liked nor shared. That's enough of my conspiracy theory. I heard a knock at my door for real right now. <laughs> when you pray for rain, you gotta deal with the mud too. I'm gonna give you guys my analysis of Thor. I'm gonna give you guys one week and I'm gonna, I'm gonna spill all the tea on Thor. I like Thor, by the way. Look at it as a comedy. Thor was good. Don't let the street lights hit you all alone. Come on. You know it's dangerous to go alone. Don't let the street lights hit you. Can I be on here too? I'll follow wherever you go. Netflix movie. So far, so far. The Netflix movie that I want you guys to go check out documentary, The Girl in the Picture. That's a good one. We about DC for life. But that girl in the picture, that's a good documentary. 
that dude is still alive, man. Uh, that's crazy, huh? That Netflix, the girl in the picture. Y'all check that one out if you're looking for a documentary. You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you're going to meet, who you're going to meet, who you're going to meet. <laughs> 